0: Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary. I hope you had a great Christmas. I don't know whether I did yet, because I recorded this on the 21st of December, just before my family arrive for the Christmas holidays. As I mentioned before, this isn't going to be a regular diary, but what I wanted to do was have a look back at what have been my favourite reads of 2017. Now, I don't think any of the books actually came out this year, apart from some of the short stories that I'm going to talk about. But these are books that I have read for the first time and enjoyed. So I'm going to start off talking about short stories. People who've been following my website for a while know that I listen to a short story, a poem and an essay every single day. So that means I've enjoyed over 350 short stories already this year. So ones that have stuck out to me have been The Gospel According to Mark by Georges-Louis Borges which was on the New York Fiction podcast in October 2007. Now, I don't know why this happened, but for some reason, a bunch of stories from 2007, 2008 reappeared at the top of the podcast feed. So I had to listen to some of those, and some of them were really, really good. This was a story about a man going to stay with a community, and he introduced them to Christianity. And let's just say the community treat him a bit like a Jesus figure. So it's very interesting, very dark And because it's Borges, it's a really well-written story. I also really enjoyed The Hidden Girl by Ken Liu which was in George R.R. R. Martin and Gardner Dozois' latest anthology, The Book of Swords. And this story was great. It had a assassin who had a magical ability that she could essentially slice through the third dimension and use a kind of hidden secret dimension between places in order to be a more effective assassin. And this was about her doing her first job and, let's say, having some doubts. So, a very good story, highly recommended. Second Suicide by Hugh Howey was another great story. This was in his collection Machine Learning. And what I liked about this is this was a alien invasion story and it was told from the perspective of the invaders. And these aliens had their doubts, they had their fears. They were involved in a war that they didn't want to be in. So I really liked seeing that other perspective. Another story that appeared on the New Yorker fiction podcast from 2007 was John Cheever's story Reunion. And this was about a guy who... Reunited with his estranged father after a long time, and it didn't exactly go according to plan. What I liked about this story was it had so much going on, and so much implied, that wasn't actually in the text. There was a whole rich history behind the scenes, and I thought it was really well done. There was also... Warmth by Jeff Ryman. Now, this was a story from the 90s. I think it was from 1996 originally, but it was done for the Clark's World podcast this year. And this is a story about a society where robot nursemaids are commonplace, and the first generation to grow up with these robot nursemaids have got this strange sense of loss and attachment to these machines. And so, even though this story is over 20 years old, I was surprised at how up to date it felt. I think the only things that dated it were the importance of CDs and the magazine industry, which for a story that's over 20 years old is quite amazing. And then another story I really liked was Lies My Mother Told Me by Caroline Spector. This was in George R. R. Martin and Gardner Dozois's anthology called Dangerous Women. And this was a kind of superhero story, which I believe is set in George R.R. R. Martin's Wild Cards universe. I'm not usually a fan of superhero stories, but there was a really chilling origin story in this that I felt was very effective. And hey, I might even give more superhero stories a chance now based on this. I think I'll probably buy the first Wild Cards book on Audible in the new year. I've read some really interesting non-fiction as well. Time Travel, A History by James Glyke was really good. It was essentially a history of time travel as an idea, and so that was really well done, well researched. Guns, Germs and Steel by Jared Diamond was really good. This was a history of the development of human civilization. But instead of seeing it from a kind of racially determined thing, it was linking the developments in technology to things like domesticatable animals and edible grains and the flow of land in relation to changes in climate and things like that. It was a really interesting way of looking at the world. And I think it's already started to help me because I am working on world building this fantasy series at the moment. The ideas from that have already started informing what I'm doing and making me think a little bit more about explanations for why things are the way they are. During my fantasy research, I read The Time Traveller's Guide to Medieval Europe by Ian Mortimer. I liked the fact that it was a history of what life was like at the time. Now with the fantasy that I'm doing, it's not actually going to be a medieval fantasy. I think that was my original idea, but the world I've come up with is actually far more interesting and strange. So I'm really looking forward to writing that. And then I've read some really good books on writing craft this year as well. So if you're a writer, I would highly recommend reading On Writing by Solstein and Dialogue by Robert McKee. I've also just finished a book by K.M. Weiland, which is about character arcs. And so every time I seem to read a book on craft, there's always something new that I can add to my work to improve it. And this is a thing I think a lot of writers should do, is always be committed to improving, to making sure that their next book is better than the last one and to always be trying to tell a better story. I think in that way you're always going to be moving forward and excited about the next project because you know that you've learnt lessons and that you're better at what you do. So finally to novels. I've reread some books this year. I've reread Gene Wolfe's Book of the New Sun, which I really enjoyed. I think that's a great series. I've mentioned it a few times in the diary. And so I'm still reading The Citadel of the Autark, I in mean the last half of it. So by the time this podcast comes out, I'm sure I'll have read it and thoroughly enjoyed it again. I also read Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials series, which I thought was great. I think when I first started these diaries, I was reading Brian McClellan's Powder Mage series. And I think that's one of the best fantasy series that I've read in a while. I really enjoyed a novel by Adam Troy Castro called Emma Series from the Dead which is essentially a murder mystery set in space, and there's lots of weird things going on, like a very strange world and, and lots of cool science stuff going on. So it was a really intriguing read, big sense of wonder, just kind of going through this strange place. I read Patrick Rothfuss's The Name of the Wind for the first time. This is a book that I've been recommended so many times for years, but it's one of those books that's incredibly long. And I really like fantasy, I love epic fantasy, but I have to be really in the mood to invest in a massive epic fantasy story, because it just takes so long. And I always end up finding myself thinking, well, you could have cut about 40% out of that. <laughs> so, love the genre, but when I write my fantasies, they're not going to be quarter of a million word fantasies. They're going to be more like sixty to 80,000, because it's got silly, really. Like, I've still not read the second book in Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive. I've been putting it off because it's a 45-hour audiobook, which means I've got to invest over a month maybe more in this book, and I just don't know whether I've got the stomach for it. (laughs) As much as I want to read it, I I just find it difficult to be in a world so much. I'm working through the Book of the New Sun at the moment, and the four books work out to about 36 hours, and so I think once I've done this, I'll probably end up reading a bunch of novellas and shorter novels just to change the pace a bit. Earlier this year, I read John Fowles' The Collector, which was a really dark novel. It's about a guy who imprisons a woman and it's written from the bad guy's perspective, and it's horrible. It's a really grim, dark story, and it doesn't end well. But I thought the writing in that was excellent, and just the whole tone of it gave me the creeps. And I think when a story is hitting you on that physical level, that's a rare thing, so it's not for everyone, but very good story. I also read another novel that had been recommended to me over the years, called Mythago Wood by Robert Holdstock. And this was a very strange fantasy novel. This was where there was essentially a piece of woodland in the UK which embodied all of the myths of history within this area. And so there were layered different legends and things on top of each other within this space. And what I liked about it was all the way through, you weren't sure as a reader whether things were real or not. This was a story about a guy who'd been in a Second World War and was traumatised. There was a lot of stuff about trauma, a lot of stuff about survival, and I just wasn't sure at any point whether any of this stuff was supposed to be real, was supposed to be magical, or whether it was just a story about this guy's descent into madness. And those questions were never fully answered, and I thought that was very good and very brave of the author. And finally, the other novel that I read this year that I really enjoyed was called Hard Boiled Wonderland and The End of the World by Haruki Murakami. Now this was just a bizarre surreal novel, felt like a dream. Half of it felt like a hard-boiled detective story which was about understanding a unicorn skull and then the other half was about this very bizarre village that seemed to be, I don't know, maybe purgatory or something. It wasn't really explained but it was all about the borders between life and death and there was a lot going on and it was really just an incredibly vivid dreamlike experience. I'm sure I've read other stuff. That's been great this year. I've read a lot of really good poetry and things like that, but I'll leave it there and let me know if you read any of these recommendations. Let me know what you think. I'm on Twitter. It's at JL Cronshaw. You can also find me on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash John Cronshaw author. So until next time, happy new year.